0: Welcome back. Uh, Some months ago, I wrote the obituary, and there is a celebration of the life of uh, one of, to my mind, the greatest performers to ever call Chicago home for a while. You didn't call Chicago home as long as I have and some other people. uh, Taking place at at Evanston, at Space in Evanston, tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Richard Friedman, my old friend and a noted, noted uh, theater producer, he was also a dear friend of Jim Post. Richard, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm here with Mo Dixon, who's going to be performing tomorrow night.
0: You have put together. T- talked, <laughs> we've started doing this. Richard and I talked when when Jim died in uh, in his. I don't know if you call Galena his hometown. And hi, Mo. How are you? I can't wait to talk to you too.
2: Uh, I'm Richard, doing great. I just. Flew Go ahead. in
0: from Portland, Oregon, just now but you came in just for this well, who wouldn 't for god 's sake you know I, th- I think <laughs> yeah. one of the things, Richard, if you could talk if both of you guys could talk for a while what 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 amazes me about the life and times of of Jim Post is and maybe it 's because he didn 't stick around here for a long time and went out to Galena, which is not Chicago. Jim deserves, I think, to be accorded the same kind of stature uh, in life and in death as as someone like John Prine and or Steve Goodman. I think he was a seminal, seminal uh, artist on the folk boom scene here. Don't you? And I'm curious what you think of of why he is not. You know, the three of us certainly loved him and admired him, but that's not a general feeling, is it, Richard?
1: No, and you're right. He was a great songwriter, a great performer. He turned out to be a great actor too. Who knew? He, he was and besides his personality as you know, uh. could light up a whole auditorium or a single person every time he met somebody. He just was I I think it's because he hit with that pop song, which is a great song we'll be doing that tomorrow night, uh Reach out of the darkness, but um and uh he didn't really it was Destiny it was not to be a rock and roller yeah so whereas you know it got a little confusing what do you think Mo? wow
2: i mean uh in, in the past few weeks i had to research so much to get back into it and uh that's what we were talking about is he was truly truly a genius mm-hmm. and he and i don't i don't think anyone ever told him that you know up to his face and uh but uh it was and the whole Galena thing, I remember driving to Galena because originally Jimmy's idea was we should start a, an artist colony up here and uh, and just have a place. We'll buy a farm or something like that so we, you know, we could just come out here when we're not on the road and just sit around for a week or two at a time and write songs. Wouldn't that be great? And uh, I remember us driving around Galena in those days in this Beat up old car. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, but Rick, you're right. And, uh, boy,
1: I love Bonnie Kulak, Steve Goodman, and John Prine, everything they've ever done. But Jim was sort of like, because he left town and he never moved to Nashville or got to a center, a hotbed, he wanted a simpler life. That's yeah. What I think. And, uh, you know, and he became when he decided that I was gonna he's gonna write shows and he did Galena Rose how whiskey went in the West and then Mark Twain and Laughing River it's just like he found a whole new realm to, to master yeah and I think
0: and I think, uh, and I, think yeah. I think Richard and Mo too that those three shows rank uh, with the best shows ever, ever I'm, I'm, uh, This I'm it's not hyperbole here I think they rank with among the best shows ever created about and in the Midwest. You guys have to agree with that, do you not?
2: It's mind-boggling. It was oh, mind-boggling. totally.
1: Tol- you know, he did He did, um, Delina Rose at the Smithsonian, the gustery up in the Twin Cities. Uh, we got him to Vienna to do Mark Twain for the English Theater in Vienna, Austria. And uh, he did a residency in Jackson Hole, Wyoming with Mark Twain. And, you know, anyone who met him or heard him perform would become a fan for life he just didn't get those big opportunities yeah you know? it just
0: it, it's confounding to me i want there's one i i wrote this in uh in the sad obituary that i wrote in september of last year about him. I wrote, One of the notable encounters in Chicago's rich musical history took place one night decades ago when Luciano Pavarotti, in town to perform at the Lyric Opera, was convinced to partake of Jim Post's one-man show called Galena Rose, which was playing at a small theater in town. The opera giant was scheduled to see just the first act, but was so enthralled that he stayed for the entire show. Backstage afterward, he told Post. You have the voice of an angel. You should have been an opera singer. Uh, that 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 one anecdote, true or not, I believe it. I believe it to be true.
1: I, I believe it, too. I just told Mo that story on the way out from the airport, driving yeah. him up to Evanston. Here. Uh, and yes, and then Howard Levy, who's going to be performing, he said that man's voice was from on high. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, 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 of all those people, you know, he's the purest singer. Yeah. Uh and he's underrated as a songwriter, and you know I've I've got his manuscript of his life story that I hope to get in shape someday. Oh, and rip- uh, he was as you know a great storyteller. Yeah, and uh, yeah, any any Jim story <laughs> was good enough to be told eight times.
0: Uh, no question.
1: It's just, uh, it's just but we've got this lineup of people. It's so exciting. Uh, Anne Hill, another magical voice. Howard, who plays harmonic on piano at a genius level, Randy Sabine, our music director on mandolin and the guitar and uh, violin. You know, I mean, it's going to be a great show. Don Ferris, and uh, leave anyone out, Mo. Uh,
0: that sounds like a good lineup yeah, to got, me.
1: Well, there's again, yeah, yeah, we might have a special guest or two that'll also knock people's back yeah, out. Will be, yeah, it's it's going to be great. Um, you guys, you guys, if you can,
0: I know you're, I know you're traveling somewhere, but if you can hang on for a couple of minutes, I'm going to continue this conversation. Oh no,
1: no, we're sitting in front of the hotel, and we've got all night.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> Let's listen to a couple of uh, WGN commercials, and then we'll continue the conversation. Thank you, guys. Jim Post was uh, 82 years old when he died in uh, 2022, and tomorrow night at the space in Evanston, which was a glorious, glorious venue. A bunch of his friends, kind of under the direction of uh, his very good friend, uh, the theater maestro Richard Friedman, are going to be there Be there performing uh, among them. Moe Dixon, who's also on the phone. And I guess I mean, Eddie Holstein's probably going to be there, too, yeah? Uh,
1: I was going to just say, Eddie Holstein and uh, also Dick Tenney, who's a longtime friend of Jim's. These are great musicians. All the songs, will be mostly music. There'll be a little poetry, a little this and a couple of people telling stories who aren't singing. But the idea is to bring back the the spirit of the Earl of Old Town, Holstein's yeah. Amazing Grace, Charlotte's Web in Rockford, uh, the Fifth Peg, uh, Somebody Else's Troubles. I mean, this is the Chicago folk movement was incredible.
0: Yeah, it was. And without-
1: we've got living legends here who are going to honor a, a legend who, that's what we call it an evening with. Live- out in parentheses, Jim
0: Poster. <laughs> He's going to be there, uh, looking down on us. Well, yeah. well, we know. It, it, you know, in this case, it would not surprise me if Jim did not figure out some way to, to convince God to let him out and come down for a little while. Uh, he was one of the. He, he was one of the most ebullient guys. You know, I, I'm reading from this sort of homage that I did for him a year ago. Uh, about And we were talking about the fact that he went to Galena and, and in so doing kind of fell off the radar of the, you know, hipster crowd in Chicago. But he really loved Galena. He was open to its charms and wonders. And he told me, and, and hey, fellas, doesn't this just sound like Jim? He said, you know, Rick, just a couple of days ago, I was looking out my first floor window at a bunch of trees in the distance and all of a sudden this bear walked up and stared in the window at me and i stared back wondering to myself i wonder what that bear is thinking uh he 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 understood the wonders and joys of uh of life and he put it into song and he put it into his shows I hope there is a second life for those shows. I don't know if anybody out in Galena performs them. They certainly are bigger.
1: I don't know if anyone else could do it. Yeah, you maybe. Yeah, you got to play banjo and guitar and you got to act.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he changed his appearance to look like Mark Twain 24-7. And it was it was hilarious, you know. There's a little known fact that you know he got hair hair plugs to make his hair look like Mark Twain. He was serious, man. He did not go halfway at anything.
0: Now you guys, when it's, I, uh, I, I would talk, you know, Jim would Jim would call and we'd talk every once in a while to, during his last few years, and he also talked to Corky Siegel a lot. And Corky told me this. Uh, he told me uh, the last Corky, who just turned eighty, uh, and good for oh. him. Uh, yeah. said the last couple of years I I spoke to Jim often. He became such a mellow dude, a very kind and compassionate dude, and actually a perfectly a perfectly joyful wise dude. He appreciated the gifts that fell from heaven into his lap and he was very ready for the closing remarks. You guys talked to him uh near the end too. Uh that's that's a good way to feel about the end of a life, is it not?
1: Well, yeah, yes, I, I think so. You know, I was in the hospital visiting Jim and Dubuque, and Corky called up. And wow! I gave him an, an update, and I, you know, I just know Corky on the outskirts, but you know, and, and you know, I mean that song uh, "Hey, Billy Jean" that Jim wrote, that Corky and his band, the Seagull Swallowtail. Sure. You know, it was a genius. I mean, he could have gone to Nashville and written songs for other people. He just. Wanted to live his life on his own terms, and he sure did. You know, and yeah, he loved that, being out there.
0: You know, that that both fellows, uh, Richard Friedman, uh, Mo Dixon. That's that's an admirable way to live, and I hope that comes up tomorrow. That that people, yes, we're celebrating uh, the life and times and fun of Jim Post, but he did it. He also did it his way. He didn't. He didn't compromise. He followed. You know this, his own heart. Wouldn't you say?
2: Well, his heart was. I mean, it was. You know what? What you see is what you get. But it was like a movie from the moment you woke up, and it. And, um, <laughs> it, was, it was. I. Can't, I can't even tell you what it's like to be on the road with him on a Sunday morning, and then he starts going into this. Um, Self-proclaimed evangelist minister thing, you know. Uh, where, <laughs> this is this is how I would wake up sometimes, and then he would, uh, or uh, you know, around the house and stuff. It would be like, um, first thing you, you get up really, really early in the morning, and then the guitars would come out, and you'd have like about five cups of coffee, and then you'd go for a walk. He was, uh. he, was a, he was a really a really good walker. And he would go around town, and he would say hello to everyone mm. in Galena. And he he really, really enjoyed being part of a a community. You know,
0: yeah, because, uh, yeah. The hardest
2: thing about when you're a touring musician is is being able to say that because you're gone all the time.
0: Yeah, that may be so true because he was originally. And I think everybody starts to think of well, everybody's like you know John Prine and Steve Goodman and all the great folk and the Holstein brothers that they all were born and raised and you know under rocks in Skokie or the South Side. Jim Jim was from Houston of all places. I I I, I think I could always tell a kind of uh, accent there, but but not really. He he became you know he really he right he came here in the early '60s and that's when he. You know, walked into the walked into the Earl of Old time. You told me again, Jim is telling the story, that he he actually said he earned more sitting on the sidewalk across the street playing <laughs> his guitar than he earned at, at his first gig at at the Earl. And I I, I guess we can believe that, can't
1: I we? I believe it. He might have got a free drink out of Earl. I don't know. Jim uh, <laughs> Mo was telling me when I agreed with him that Jim liked to give life advice. His thing with me, and I know, Rick, you're kind of a secular Jew like I am. He'd say, <laughs> Richard, why the hell don't you get a bar mitzvah? I said, I'm 70 years old. Why should I get a bar mitzvah? You know? i, I never entered Temple until, hey, you know what? I saw a picture of Mike Bloomfield being bar mitzvah in 1956 in Glencoe down the street from my house at the North Shore Temple.
0: Oh, my and I God. Thought,
1: wow. Yeah, and they, yeah, they got a picture with his his uh, bubby next to him. Uh, you know, the great musicians come from Chicago, and it's a great place to to nurture people. And uh, we're going to get that spirit tomorrow night. I should say, evansonspace is where you can get one of the remaining standing room tickets because all the th- seats are gone. Oh, I'm so glad uh, to hear that. It's... And it's going to be it's going to be magical, and we're going to raise some good money for the musicians' release fund uh B. J. Levy, the president of the union, is gonna be there and he'll say a few words. It won't be a commercial, it'll just be telling oh. you where the money's gonna go. And uh so we're doing a good thing for a lot of people I think and uh most of we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we love them so much.
0: Well that's you know, that that's what happens when you get to a you know, when you get to you know, walk the earth uh, at a certain time and you you, you should and you're doing it, you guys. You're honoring. You're honoring your friend, but you're also honoring memories that so so many people share. You among them, uh, Mo Dixon. Where do you live now?
2: Um, I, I live out on the Columbia River Gorge, uh, uh, which is uh, the the border of uh, Washington State and um, and Oregon.
0: Wow, it sounds beautiful. And, uh,
2: yeah, it's and I, I built a home out there, like two thousand feet up above the gorge. Oh. and then I I still live in Colorado as well, and my other home is up in the mountains of Colorado because I still ski a lot and things. So it's at Copper Mountain, Colorado.
0: Oh, you've got that! You've got that old uh, Jimmy David Post wanderlust. That's great. That's great. Do you, you see any bears come up to your house? Like Jim did,
2: <laughs> we see it all the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> fellas, fellas. I'm, I'm. I, Richard knows my situation. I hope I can join you guys tomorrow. But if if I can't, oh, that
2: would be so great. If I can't, I will. Down. Hey, Rick, Rick, will,
0: if you
1: come, we're going to make you say a few words. Just I, warning you. All right,
0: that's fine. I've done that before. i mean, friends. I know. Friends i mean yeah. Hey. You're yeah, a
1: great chronicler. Your stories about Jim over the years have been fantastic. So I love the guy. for having us on. Don't be silly. I know we all do,
0: and thanks so much. EvanstonSpace.com, 7 p.m. tomorrow evening.
1: Yes, and get there early there. if you're coming. Yes, yeah, do get be there early. Great music it's... And showing all these slides of Jim through the years. Oh. So the pre show is going to be a lot of fun, too. And uh, yeah, if you can make it, if you hear this and you come. I guarantee you won't be I, glad that you
0: did. I can guarantee it too. Fellas, fellas uh, Richard Friedman, Mo Dixon, thank you guys. Thank you.
2: Thank you very, very much. Right. You're t- welcome. Take we take really care. appreciate you. Well, my back. pleasure. Bye-bye. My
0: pleasure. It should be quite an event. I'm sure it, it'll be sold out, but it'll be. Those guys are lively guys, and it's a lively scene.